Welcome to This Week in Tech with Gene Destro. Now is your chance to get caught up in all that's happening in technology around Akron and the rest of the world. Now here's your host, Gene Destro. This week, we're talking to one of the authors of a new book called Radically Human, which is about technology innovation in today's business world. James Wilson is the Global Managing Director of Thought Leadership in Technology at Accenture, a management consulting and professional services firm with more than 700,000 employees worldwide and headquartered in Dublin, Ireland. Wilson, who's based in the San Francisco area, explains that the book is focused on how technology is evolving. We're talking about technologies and strategies that are really rooted in human capabilities, but are also really revolutionary. So it's both senses of that word radical, right? Both rooted and also revolutionary. So, you know, by rooted in human capabilities, we mean that it's inspired and engineered based in some ways on the human brain or human emotions and human social abilities and so on. So examples of this are like, you know, natural language technologies. And we've seen a lot of business reports on natural language technologies like GPT-3 in the past couple of years or brain-inspired AI, which is kind of a new wave of artificial intelligence, neuromorphic chips in the hardware space or new privacy-preserving technologies. Okay, so give me an example of, let's say, this natural language processing. What kind of job would it actually make easier? And what actually even is natural language processing? We're seeing NLP being used to augment and help people in call centers. So, you know, you traditionally call into like a call center, the chatbot experience often isn't very good and people sometimes dread calling into a call center. So we've seen advancements because of natural language processing. When you call into a call center, you say exactly what you want or what your need is and it can synthesize it and channel that call to the right person. You know, more broadly, we're thinking about new types of technologies. One of the things that we're seeing is that they are becoming more data efficient. You know, I think over the past 10 years, there's been this huge focus on building and collecting big data, which makes many of us uncomfortable, but also then building big data models. And we're seeing other advances in AI is, you know, where the systems are getting more data efficient. They require less examples in order to figure out what the user, the worker, or the customer wants. So, you know, if you take, for example, the National Football League now is using a new AI technique called few-shot learning. And few-shot learning tools really offer a really effective option for when the NFL needs to quickly search through its videos to find just a few relevant and exciting plays that are going to be, you know, useful on a highlight reel. They might be looking for a certain long kick or a great catch, and that few-shot learning algorithm can really search through and spot that type of content or, you know, help them develop promotional content as well. Additionally, one thing that we're seeing is that when robots or AI systems have a more conceptual understanding of the world, 
as humans often do, it's often easier to teach them new things using less data. For instance, uh, one firm that we spotlight in the book is called Vicarious, and they've been developing uh, robotic arms that get better at sorting items as they do the sorting. So these smarter robots really already have been put to work at different companies. Uh, one company that we, we've seen it being used in is Sephora. So Sephora is the makeup company, and they have to deliver a huge number of combinations of kind of fast-changing SKUs and products and different types of boxes and sample packs. But that AI system, which is modeled on the human brain, so in in a certain sense it's more human-like, it can learn on the fly, has lowered the cost of that big combinatorial problem at Sephora by 80%, right? So, you know, we're seeing really interesting and remarkable advances in these types of technologies where they're becoming more language capable or more, they have more common sense and they're able to learn on the fly and that sort of thing. So it sounds great that these new and developing technologies and uh, more advanced technologies are making things certainly better for management and leadership in companies. But what about the employee experience. A lot of times what employees experience with technology is that the technology is taking their job or it's making their job more confusing. Are there any new technologies that are gaining popularity now or that you're highlighting in the book that make people's jobs easier and make their experience on the job more pleasant and, as you're saying, more human? Yeah, so I think there are two trends worth calling out here. You know, one is a movement toward democratization of technology. So it used to be that these intelligent technologies like AI really required a technical background, right? But over the past two to three years, we've seen a trend toward these systems becoming much simpler to use. So if you're a marketing person, for instance, you can go uh, onto, you know, your uh, onto a cloud website that your, that your company subscribes to, for instance, download an API right onto your desktop, and you can start running uh, cluster analysis or clus- you know, classification analysis. If you're a marketing person but have zero uh, technical background, you know, so you can get use out of uh, the small data sets that are uh, right there on your desktop. Um, you know, I think one of the most revolutionary things that we're seeing right now, and it's a bit different than what than the democratization trend, and I think it's a bigger uh, shift, is a move from uh, machine learning, right, to machine teaching. So more precisely there, it's a shift from machines learning by processing mountains of data to humans, in particular workers, uh, teaching machines based on their professional experience or their expertise in a particular area. So, you know, uh, if you look at the the company Etsy, which is the online marketplace uh, for vintage and handmade goods, they've been using machine teaching to develop a a product recommendation system based on fashion style aesthetics, which is a really tough machine learning challenge. But this challenge has really been addressed by having the company's expert merchandisers school the system in subjective uh, notions of style. And they're able to do that because the interfaces 
that they use when working with the system are much easier to use, right? So now this new recommendation and classification uh, system uh, has a more human-like sense of the styles that the Etsy customers want, such as whether it's Art Nouveau or Art Deco, and it can actually tell the emotional style of a painting that's being, or a photograph that's being sold on that platform, you know, whether it's fun or it's humorous or inspirational. And these are the types of things that uh, workers at places like Etsy really struggled to bake into uh, earlier systems. But because the systems now are both getting easier to use and they're getting more intelligent, it's easier for them to really improve them in a way that makes sense to both them as workers, but also to the customers, right? It makes the customer's journey to find that particular uh, item for their house much easier and that search time, uh, you know, is greatly reduced. Yeah, that sounds great because, you know, so much of people's experience with technology and machines and, you know, your everyday experiences at work is like, okay, I know I have to deal with this, but it's frustrating and it makes me feel small. It makes me feel like I'm a cog. It makes me feel like the machine is in charge and I'm not, and I just walk away feeling less human and less valued. I very much agree with that point. One of the things that we really believe in this, and we talk about it quite a bit in the book, is we are right now moving into a new stage of technology evolution. Now, the earlier stages, it was kind of about the machine being in charge, right? So even with desktop computing, you kind of have to contort your hands to the keyboard. A lot and you know, industrial robots that are in so many factories around the world, you have to kind of work around the machine or the machine is actually behind a fence and you have to turn off the machine to get in there and adjust it. What we're seeing now is a trend toward first human and machine collaboration but increasingly now, it's humans are in charge, right? And they're using new techniques like machine teaching, using new interfaces that make it easier for us to tell the machines what we want them to do for us, are really, I think, changing the nature of technology and business technology. That was Jim Wilson, the Global Managing Director of Accenture and co-author of the new book, Radically Human. Look for it now at your favorite bookstore or on Amazon.com. And that's it for now. Stay happy and healthy, and we'll see you again next week. That was This Week in Tech with Gene Destro. Tune in next week for more tech news on 93.5-1590-WAKR and WAKR.net. <laughs>